Foul Territory is recorded from my weekly YouTube program and is a firearm and 2A related panel discussion where we discuss current news and events with a weekly swag giveaway. And then we look at viewer submitted photos of guns and gear, what we call Gorn. What will you learn today? And now, Foul Territory. Hey everybody. Good evening and welcome to Foul Territory number what is it 194? Wow. Really getting up there. It is Friday, November the 4th. So welcome everybody to the show. So let's see who we got out there this evening before we go along too much further. The first one in is Kingpin. He says, "Yo," followed by Jacob S also checking in with a yo. Uh, Mike says, yo, G-Web's third thumb up. Uh, Obnoxious one with a yo-yo, also doing double duty along with gun websites. Uh, Mike White is out there. P&W Woods is in the audience. Uh, Sergeant Joe Smith is out there. Uh, Devil Dog 17013 was in. Be back shortly, he said. Have to do some work. Uh, Tactical thud. Buck is out there. Good evening. Fiend Dog 27 is in the audience. G23 says, You can start now. Georgia shooting connection is over. Michael Hurtnick is out there. And uh, going down the list, Blitz is in the audience. And Weston Probst in with the yo. And let's see. Travis T says, Sup, peeps. Two live moo, minus one yo. Uh, Sergeant Joe said, did I win last week? Sorry, I fell asleep listening before the drawing. Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay, so uh, 223 DMR is out there. So, uh, all right, that's all we got so far. So, without further ado, I know you guys are itching, itching, itching to meet my esteemed panel this evening. So, here... They are. And the first one in, my co-host. And, uh, I mean, the the man virtually needs no introduction, so let's not give him one. Ladies and gentlemen, obnoxious one. Yo. Yo. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, foul territory is going on, man. Are you excited? Oh, it's time for that crap again? Yeah, it's time for that crap again. (sighs) It'll be fun. Trust me. I suppose I'll stick around. And, of course, Obnoxious One is from uh, beautiful North Central, North Carolina. And speaking of North Carolina, we've got the other half of the North Carolina contingent here. Uh, Fellow hen from Western North Carolina in the great Smoky Mountains, our men in law enforcement. We call him Sarge at C4 Defense. So so we're a contingent now? Contingent. Ooh. That's because Sarge is from up west. Or cartel. We could have been a consortium or consortium. something like that. Could have been a conspiracy. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty cool how you did that. That's sad. <laughs> that, that was magic. Uh, magic right there. 
There was. Uh, Abby Finnegan's out there in the audience. Hello, Abby. And uh, let's go a little bit north up the eastern seaboard to the Keystone State of North Carolina, where we meet this guy who shoots animals and then Did you just say the Keystone State of North Carolina? That's what he said. Up. That was an error. Eastern seaboard a little further north to the Keystone State. Of North Carolina. Yeah, that's what he said. We're going to play it back. All right, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, whatever the hell it is. Uh, Anyway, he shoots food, he cooks it, and then presumably he eats it, although I'm not sure he knows what he shot, but it'll taste good. So let's let's welcome Guns and Barbecue from whatever state he's in. Yeah, it always tastes good. The last thing I shot, I guess, was a skunk, but, uh, you know, I wasn't complaining. That's true. All right. He's got, his, he's got his cookbook and or he's got his book on how to serve man. How to serve man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I bet you that most of your audience wouldn't. Well, they, you got an old audience. They probably understood that reference. I understood that reference. So uh, last but not least, so far anyway, we go all the way, all the way to the state of Arizona where we find this guy who started up basically a following, which uh, kind of led to all this. He is the ineffable master of uh, gun websites, gear websites, and practically every other website you can think of. Let's welcome G-Webs to the panel. Good evening. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for hosting each week. Good evening. Thank you for being here. So Abby says that she will be semi-lurking till 10 because she's covering for a co-worker shift. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't think anybody new has snuck in. If you're new and I didn't call your name, then wave your hand out there in the audience and uh, get my attention. I'll call your name out there. So anyway. I haven't done the calculations specifically, but I think this show has at least 40% more yo's than any other show that I've seen before. This is true. And we don't have a set number of yo's, unlike yeah. See, some there's people that demand yo's. Yeah, so I refuse uh, well, to give them. There's guys, a new one out there with a yellow chicken. Says he's new. Yeah, this guy named Weston Props Probest Pro Pro Probest is that it? Looks like Stan Musial. It's Prob Street. Looks a lot like Stan Musial. Maybe it is Stan Musial. Could we be got 99 problems with a Prob Street 81. That's right. Oh, looky here. Uh, SS Pawn is out there. Hi, Stan. He says, Good evening. Looking forward to seeing everybody in Tulsa next weekend. Hoping to hook up for supper Saturday night with everyone. Well, that sounds great. Uh, Mike White says, How about a hello to all? Hello, all. Anybody else want to say hello to all? Who's all? Not really? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I guess them people. I said that's how Snob says Al or something like that. Al. (laughs) All y'all. There you go. Or it could be Owl like would be in a tree. Al. I think an owl is that thing you use to poke holes and stuff. Owl. Or maybe that's the stuff you use to lubricate stuff is all. A wise old owl. Yeah. No, that's Earl. 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 That's right. Brian Bridges is out there. He just got in here. 
Uh, Blitz says Obnoxious One had a beef from Tommy's Red Hots today. Good as always. Thought you should know. I've never been to Tommy's Red Hots. What is that? What is this Tommy's Red Hots you speak of? Got me. I haven't been there. You'd have to ask. You'd have to ask Blitz. Blitz could tell us. Must be something really cool. Let's see. I got some people putting in the hashtags already for the giveaway that doesn't take place for at least another 45 minutes, but that's okay. You can put them in now. And I want to say hi to everybody watching out there on Facebook land. If you're out there, hey, and uh, even you one person out there on Twitch, I see you out there too. So welcome you, Lurkers. Quit staring. I can stare if I want to. I can. All right. So as I was telling Mr. Obnoxious earlier, I kind of raced in here at the last minute. I met with some uh, friends for dinner this evening, about 45 minutes from here, and I just barely got in the door in time to throw everything together and start the show. So if I seem to be a little bit unprepared, it's because I am. I know that's new for this show. I'm usually well prepared. What? And, and you know, so. Is this the show that does show us your guns later? Is that this mm. show? No, we do show us your corn. I was just wondering. I need to go take some pictures if it is. Well, put them on screen like everybody else does. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Blitz says, boo, it's a very regional hot dog, greasy burger, and Italian beef kind of place. Mm-hmm. One in Crystal Lake, Woodstock, and a couple other areas. There you go. Crystal Lake and Woodstock. Crystal Lake, isn't that where uh, Jason was? No, that, well, that was Camp Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal, Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. I'm trying to think of where in Crystal Lake and <laughs> Woodstock. Woodstock's in New York. No, Woodstock's in Northern Illinois. Is that where they had that music festival? Probably. Hmm. Boy, I have my history all wrong. Hmm. I wonder okay. if that, I can't think of where it is in uh, Crystal Lake. It must be new since I left. G23 says, I have three new firearms. Well... You should send them to us in Gorn. Wow. See, forces, hopefully they're not all in 40 cal. Bet you they are. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. That's America's cal. That's right. We might see some 40 cal tonight. In fact, the little bird tells me that there might be at least a little bit of Gorn in 40 cal. That's what it is. Gorn. Gorn. G-O-R-N, Gorn. Uh, Sergeant Joe says, everyone give a moo for two live moo. Uh, Abby says, Crystal Lake is the name of a motel just outside of town. (laughs) Okay. Uh, G-23 says, I'm taking bets. Okay. Well, I'm not putting any money down. He's a bookie? I wouldn't announce it on... You know, uh, I'm sure I'm not sure that's legal. Not sure that's legal. Uh, the views and opinions of the people out in the text chat or the views of them only and not the views of anyone on this panel 
or anyone involved in Gizzard Gary Productions at all whatsoever. Abby says it's right before the lumberyard. Okay. Uh, Uplift Mofo Party Plan is out there. Just bought another Sig P320. And No Fear 2A News is out there. C4 says 2 Live Moon needs a link. I think 2 Live Moon's got a link. I'm just sending it to him. Just tell him to get in here. Unless he can't. He's probably feared to. Probably going to... Probably afraid he's going to get branded. Uh, G23 says zero of the new firearms are in 40 Smith and Wesson. He meant to type 10. Oh, yeah. He missed a... He missed a... Digit there, didn't he? Speaking of missing a digit, this guy's missing more than just a digit. So, uh, we're going to look at this article here. Uh, armed defender shoots a home invader in the butt, it says. All right. So, being robbed at night in our home usually comes as a surprise. This homeowner in Franklin, Ohio, was woken up at about 3 in the morning by the sounds of a rubber breaking down the back door of his home. In a light of day, in the comfort of our homes, we know what that sound meant. Forcing himself awake and out of bed, all the homeowner knew at the time was that something was wrong. Fortunately, this homeowner grabbed his gun before he went to investigate. The homeowner walked toward the back of the home and surprised a robber. The robber said, I didn't know you were home. Instead of turning around and leaving, the robber then walked toward the home, the armed homeowner. Bad mistake. The homeowner raised his handgun and fired. The homeowner is described as an older man who didn't move very quickly. An armed confrontation changes in a fraction of a second. The homeowner decided to shoot, raised his firearm, aimed, and pressed the trigger. At the same time, the robber turned and was shot in the side of his buttocks. Now the robber turned around and fled out the back door of the house. Reports only talk about the homeowner firing one shot. The homeowner retreated and called 911 for help. It is best practice to stay on the phone with the dispatcher so we know when the police are on our property. That tells us when we need to put our gun away and meet the officers with open hands. In this case, the homeowner was so emotionally shaken that he wanted the dispatcher to stay on the line to help the homeowner come calm down. We don't know when the homeowner turned on the lights at the back of his house, but video from the police body camera showed that the lights were on when the police examined the back door. The officers found blood stains and concluded that the robber was wounded. Officers called for a canine team and the dog tracked the robber to a garden shed at a nearby home. Officers confirmed that the intruder was wounded. The news report isn't clear if EMS transported the subject to a nearby hospital for treatment or if the police did that. Officers recognized the suspect on site and knew that there were open warrants for his arrest. After the robber was released from the hospital, he was taken to the city police department and booked on a burglary charge. The homeowner was not charged with a crime. Let's dig a little deeper into this story. Most of us hear sounds at night and we've come to expect them. I hear the garbage truck emptying the dumpster down the street. Almost every morning I hear my neighbor load his tools into his truck in the dark. I hear my neighbor take his motorcycle out of the garage, and I hear the sounds of traffic. In the story of his home invasion robbery, the sounds of breaking glass, of splintering wood, and the subtle tremor of the house are out of the ordinary. There is an urge to interpret unusual events in terms of our ordinary patterns. 
We excuse the feel and the sounds of a break-in as our neighbor drops something in his garage. There is a tendency to ask ourselves if what we heard and felt really happened at all, or if we only imagined it. This homeowner believed what his senses told him and got out of bed. The homeowner got up to investigate an unknown situation. He brought his loaded gun with him since he didn't know what he would find. Millions of new gun owners bought a firearm for personal protection in their homes. I hope they took a firearm safety class and then bought a rapid access bedside safe. That is important so that a loaded firearm is available in seconds. You might know a new gun owner who is keeping his unloaded gun on a shelf in the bedroom closet. Ask him to measure how long it takes him to go from lying in bed to standing with a loaded gun in his hands. I was surprised at how long that took. Now imagine having to find your loaded magazine when you're barely awake. That is why so many of us use a bedside safe to hold our loaded firearms. We don't wake up all at once. Pilots and commercial truck drivers are required to be awake for a while before they operate a vehicle. It is hard to think through what is going on when we experience a situation for the first time. It is harder still to sort things out when we're only half awake. What should we do if we hear someone break into our home? We can spend hours thinking about the best response when we're awake in the daytime. At night, we have seconds to react. That is precisely why instructors tell us to form a home safety plan ahead of time. We also want to physically rehearse that plan. It is much easier to repeat an action we've practiced before, and that familiarity lets us perform when we're barely awake in the middle of the night. We don't have to do a perfect job of defense. The law has seen people react under stress before. The law recognizes that we have a lag in our actions. We need time to see that there's a stranger in our home. We need time to identify that the stranger is moving toward us. It takes another fraction of a second to recognize the situation as an immediate threat to our safety. We then decide on a plan of action and hopefully an action we've rehearsed before. It takes time for us to act and to perceive if something changed and we should change what we're doing. And this goes on for quite a while, so I'm not going to read the rest of the article. But let's discuss this. We started out talking about a home defense situation. Then we're talking about how people store their guns, how people react to different noises and stuff, and all the way to planning a way to defend ourselves if something like this happens. So how about you guys in the panel? Have you ever thought about these situations? And do you have a plan like that? That guy sounded like he was in the pocket of big gun safe. Well, yeah, for one. The the writer, yeah. How how old's this fella that was the article started off about? I don't know exactly. Well, it said he was old and didn't move well. Well, I'm old and don't move well. Well, we realize this. <laughs> You're mentally older than you think you are. But anyway. Well, I, I have an opinion about that. I like a lot of people. I mean, not necessarily, not anybody in this group, I don't think. But like you talk to some people, they're like, I, I keep a revolver under my under my pillow just in case something happens. What kind of maniac does that? Like. What? I, I told sorry. you that in confidence. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but for real, I mean, if this is a, wait a second, let me, let me turn my camera on here. If this is a 
burglar. How are they going to figure out exactly where your bedroom is and all of a sudden just be on top of you? Have gotten in through the house to the bedroom and then on you. Keep it just a little bit away from you so you have to wake up for just a second. You know, get your wits, grab it. Don't make it difficult, but at least make it to where you got to stand up and get it and then figure out what's going on. And then if you'll be quiet for a second, you'll have the jump on whatever's about to happen because they're breaking it. Well, unless they, they know you, they're breaking into a home looking for something or someone. I mean, I don't, unless they're just trying to, they're a mass murderer and they're just going in to kill, which, but if not, most of them are trying to steal something. So that's probably what they're going to do. And you're going to have the upper hand if you'll just be quiet for a split second and then let them know you're there and do whatever you have to do at that point. But I, I've never cared for the people that keep the gun just right under their pillow. People actually, keep honestly, pillow? people actually do that. Jesus. Some. I have my I, we have nightstands on either side of the ta- either side of the bed, and there's one in each one of those nightstands. Okay, also, so at least you got to open the drawer and get it out. <clears throat> yep, give you a second to. I also I also have a an air pistol in there, three hundred blackout in another drawer. You ready to conduct business? What if you're sleeping? And you're just sitting there mind your business, sleeping, and then. Some half naked somebody with a hammer. All of a sudden, they're in your room. What are you gonna do? Oh, well, if they're half naked, they're your... more they're more dressed than I am. So, <laughs> by <laughs> hammer, do you mean Nobody a claw hammer, the or they're packing? No, I'm just saying I don't want to be reaching around for some kind of drawer. So One of my friends, hammers that only happens in upscale neighborhoods, and. Number one, I'm I'm out here. I don't have I don't have any noise of my neighbors throwing their tools in the truck or getting their motorcycle out or anything like that. So if there's a sound out here that sounds like a break in, it's a break in. So Smeggy's out there, gun toting pacifist is also in the audience. Now I too keep one <clears throat> in my nightstand, but not only is it in the drawer, but it's also got a sticky holster that it is inside. So I would have to open the drawer, get the pistol out, and then take it out of the sticky holster. So I would have to consciously do a couple things. And then hopefully in that three or four or five seconds, whatever that took, you've gone from unconscious, which you are when you're asleep, the noise startled you, and maybe you have a little bit of your wits about you, you know. In that right. in that second set, it takes you to get that guy out. Cause. And I do it that way on purpose because I've heard that advice from you before, and it makes sense. I mean, you need a few seconds to. I mean, you don't need to go from unconscious to shooting within two or three seconds. Hopefully, you don't no. kill kill shoot yourself, shoot your spouse, shoot your your oh, kid and- that came home from college or that spilled something in the kitchen because they came home after. You know, being out with their buddies or back home from college. Hopefully nothing like that happens. And if dude's already in the bedroom waiting for you to get up, there's no chance. There's no use even going for the gun at that point. How'd they get in and figure out your lay, your floor plan and to get you? Yeah, that would be that'd be a pretty good trick unless they know the place. Well, that's what, it, what I was going to try and bring up. Aren't most murders and burglaries committed by somebody that you know? Almost all, I mean, well, the vast majority of the time. Yeah, so I mean, it's going to be somebody that's 
then in your home, you know, I, I don't know exact, you know, number, uh, you know, 10 to one or whatever. But, um, you know, at that point, if it's somebody that really did want to cause you harm, there, there's a good chance that they would know the layout. Um, um, that's what I mean. Right. Just, it, that would have to be like some someone bent on committing murder and not a robber. Yeah. Because like even with this it. article, um, I don't remember if you guys have read this part, uh, but this story that I heard, the guy that got shot, um, he purposely picked this house because apparently this blind guy is like an uncle to him, and he knew that he had um, surgery, and he didn't think he was going to be home. Which I'm like, one, that that's awesome. This guy is supposed to be like an uncle to you, and this is what you do to him when well, he yeah. was... Oh yeah. hundred percent. I, I realize that, but, um, you know, and apparently the guy was home a day earlier or something than the burglar expected. And well, he got shot in the ass or buttocks. Sorry. I said bad word. Dang it. You can say yes. Um, now this may not apply to everybody, but it has happened to me. That my doorbell was rung at two thirty in the morning, and at the time I had my my GP one hundred was my bedside gun. This and is in North Carolina or Illinois. <clears throat> this was in Illinois. Okay. And GP one hundred was my bedside gun. So when you your doorbell rings at two thirty in the morning, and you go to look out the front window to see if you can see anything, and you see red and blue lights out there, set your GP100 down. Mm-hmm. Then, an- then answer your door. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't even see red and blue lights. I saw a light shining at my house from the street. He didn't have his, he didn't have his lights on, but there, he did have the spot shining on my front door. So I, w- I went and turned on the light so that he could see somebody was there, and then he turned off the spot, and I could see the cruiser. Then I set my GP100 down and answered the door. That's, I mean, I don't have to answer calls like that anymore very often, mm-hmm. but that was my whole goal, was to not get shot by the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, set, I set it down, and when, you, when I opened the door, I, I, told yeah. him it, I told him it was there about 10 feet away. He said, okay. Oh yeah, that was my whole goal is not get shot. But like, I would stand there. Uh, of course, you try to get your car visible, mm-hmm. and then as I knock on the door, if I had to, I would put my flashlight. Well, of course, my camera view. I put my flashlight up like this and shine down on my badge and everything. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Well, this thing he had it, he had it out and he had the spotlight right on my right on my front door, so I couldn't see anything out mm-hmm. there until I turned on the light, and then he turned off the spotlight, and I could see that it was. A- that it was a marked car out there. Mm-hmm. What were they looking for? Uh, they were coming to tell me that my business had been broken into and mm. uh, that my, my bed back door at the shop was wide open and uh, the place had been ransacked. What I like to do is whenever uh, that's something, that kind of situation happens, I like to pull out a single 40 Smith and Wesson and then they know I'm a good guy. Mm. <laughs> Just hand it to them. Just like the Long Ranger. <laughs> Heck yeah. 
just set that up on the roof of the vehicle, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we can trust this guy." Yep. Let's go, Def- let's go find out what what, he, what we can learn from this guy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Once you've uh, ascertained that it is law enforcement, set your pistol down over to the side, and when they when you answer the door and they make their introduction, let them know that you know if they do happen to shine their light around and see a gun over there on the on the desk that you've told them about it. I had an instance. Um, oh crap! This must have been about six years ago. Is Thanksgiving uh, night, and family was leaving, and uh, somebody decided to just stand there and BS with the door open. I was like, "Can't!" Do-. I was about to say, "You can't do that." Dog's gonna go, and whew, there goes my dog. So, did you I'm out for letting your dog out? I, I wish. No, uh, so I'm out uh, in the pickup, circling the neighborhood, trying to find a dog. It's dark out. It's a red bone coon hound, and I'm like, crap. So, so you're blind guy out there driving the truck around the neighborhood? No, you I, I wasn't blind then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's so people's yards. <laughs> this guy comes out, clearly drunk. And at first, I when I went around the one time, I, I heard him hollering. I'm like, oh, somebody, you know, it sounded like he was fighting with his wife or something. I come around again the other way, and now uh, my driver's door is, like, towards his house, and I see him out there. And so I stop and see what he's hollering about. You know, m- maybe, you know, he could help. And I'm like, hey, you, you uh, see my dog? He's, and he just starts going ballistic. And... I, I try and defuse for a second, and he's still going off. And I, I, I just laid into him as pretty much, told, you know, F off. You know, you got better things to do. You, you, you're a sack of crap. Get the frick back in your house. You're drunk, all this. And he's come over here. I was like, I'm, I'm not stepping on your friggin' property. I'm not getting out of my vehicle. I was like, I'm just looking for my friggin' dog. And, and something else was said. And he said something to the effect that, I live in the quote N word section. I was like, what? I was like, the only African Americans that are even on the same road as me are five children that live with their grandmother. I was like, are you friggin' serious right now? So, with the hollering between him and I, that had drawn out a couple more neighbors. And what I had gone back up to my road, still having not found the, the dog yet. And the couple of neighbors that come out, they're like, oh, what's going on? I was like, you know, just looking for my dog, you know, blah, blah, blah. So about five minutes later, I ended up finding him and all that. And then, uh, I don't know, it was probably 15 minutes after that, I've got a knock on the door. Now, there's no announcement. There's no lights, nothing. Just there's a knock on the door. So I grabbed my 44 and stuck it in my waistband because, you know, why not Mexican carry? Uh, I, I didn't have a holster on me, and I was like, if this is who I think it is, this could go south really quick. So I opened the door, and there's a state, state police officer there. I'm like, what the frick? So I, I just put up the fingers like, one second, sir. And I closed the door real quick, which I'm surprised he, he didn't like try and kick it down at that point. Um, and I just set the gun up on top of the freezer, and I was like, sorry about that. I, I was like, I had my sidearm on me, and, uh, you know, Obviously, you're here for a reason. He's like, so what's going on? He's like, nothing. You know, he's like, oh, we got a call about uh, 
some issues as like, well, my dog got out and then, you know, there's a drunk guy down there that was pretty belligerent, but then he's like, were you shouting anything? It's like the guy and I got into a shouting match as like, I, I'm not sure what you're fishing for here. And he's like, uh, we got a report that, uh, you were quote unquote, or not quote unquote that, uh, you had, uh, announced that you were out N word hunting. I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, the only person that said that word was that drunk guy. I was like, I will gladly go back down, uh, to his place. I was like, I'll even get the back of your cruiser. Um, and you can go talk to him. I was like, absolutely in no circumstances did I say that. I was like, and after that, he's like, okay, cool. I was like, do you want to go talk to him? I was like, I can, you know, again, sit, sit in the back of the cruiser. I don't, I don't care. And he's like, nope, you have a good night. I was like, okay. And that was the end of it. But yeah, like thinking back, I was like, I- I'm surprised, he, especially knowing like what he was there for at that point. I was like, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like, you know, put the old boot in the doorway. Like, hey, not so quick. Well, I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. Want to say hi real quick to Pat in a bunker. Uh, Chris from the 740 is out there in the chat. Hillbilly Up has jumped in here. Uh, hopefully I haven't missed. Oh, Ghost Tactical is out there. I saw Clover Tack earlier. Uh, we have 27 people out there. And uh, we have room on the panel if anybody wants to jump in. There's links out there. For my channel members out there in my community tab, if you want to jump in. Um, So, uh, we're talking knives out there right now. Looks like a little side chat. Evidently, Stan is looking for a new knife. Mm -hmm. So, are you going to sell him a, or get him to buy a high dollar one? Yeah, you can pick up a, we'll just put, I just wrote it out there. Because, uh. The dog in 44 story. I mean, it's like, is it February yet? <laughs> um, no, I just put it out there in the chat. If he's if he's looking, he's gonna if he wants to find a ZT, there's gonna be a ton of ZTs there. If he's looking for an auto, something for EDC, and you talking about a Tulsa? Yeah, and uh, keeping in his that he's gonna carry all the time then. You can get um, you can't go wrong with the ProTech and the the Rock Eye or the TR three are going to be right there where he wants them. Are there the people that go there just for knives? You're talking about, or people that have knives that are there? Uh, usually, Kenzie's Optics usually has a case or two of knives that's there, and there's other people that have got cases of knives. I guess there. now that I'm thinking more about it, it's tough to remember that whole show. But there are some like. Yeah. Tables that are nothing or people there that are nothing but knives. There's definitely mm-hmm. custom knives, but you're talking Yeah, you know, like production. Production level knives. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are like hard to get, are you talking about, or just ones that are high end? Uh there could be some hard to get ones that that uh Hogue Emperor Scorpion that I had like on the show last week. I found that at Tulsa. Like they'll make a 200 of some knife and then somebody will buy them all right away. And then these are the people that'll sell them a little bit more. Mm, no, they're selling, they're selling those online. Okay. These are going to be production knives, but ProTech doesn't build a ton of knives. 
and they usually go quick when they hit when they hit any website. So they do end up on the secondary market, and you're probably going to find them. I think I bought that rock guy. I have it. Want a maker? I'll definitely keep my eye out. I mean, I'm not looking for anything in particular, but I'm kind of a sucker for a knife. You know me. So. Mm-hmm. You I got me started bought, on that, by the way. Thank you. I think I bought this TR4 at Wanamaker, too. I want to talk <laughs> about it. I think I might have come home with four knives from the last Wanamaker. Yeah. There's I worse things. Of knives from Wanamaker over the years. Yeah, I've got a couple of them right here in front of me, as a matter of fact. I want to say hello to Idaho Rogers USMC out there. I bought a handful of little tiny knives one time and sent them out to a bunch of Patreons at the Monomaker. So Weston says there's only knife vendors slash people there. Misha says get Gary a Microtech. Uh, I bought Microtech at Wanamaker last time. My orange one. You find me a, a one at a good price? Mm, Microtech? Probably not. Yeah. Well, good price for a microtech, I guess, would be what I would define. I know you're not going to get one for cheap. I've priced them. <laughs> but I know everybody's after me to get a microtech because you got to have a microtech. I don't know why, but. Uh... Sergeant t- Touch. Uh... Microtech tips with you, if you do. Yeah, I don't know if he's back or not. I know he was away for a moment anyway. Misha says, define a... Oh, sorry. It's bad peer pressure to get a Glock, but it's good peer pressure to get a Microtech. That's true. Define good price when referring to Microtech, says Misha. Uh, Depends on the model. Uh, Yeah, if you can find the Ultratech at... 300 bucks. Yeah. We're probably doing all right. And that's just a standard one. That's not the limited edition. And they've or... got, yeah, they've got some new models out that are pretty yeah, darn that, nice. That bounty hunter one uh-huh. that they got that goes for like 700, 800 bucks. So G23's got the right idea. He says if you want Gizzard Gary to have a certain object, buy it for him. Now, I like the way he's. He's thinking, he's thinking right now. Uh, it is close to Christmas. I wouldn't make a great oh, retirement gift, too. I just peer pressure him into it. <laughs> I didn't see. American Hillbilly was waiting out there in the back room. Good evening, sir. In. Evening, Hillbilly, if you're, if you're there. Hey, buddy, how you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. How about you? Doing good, man. I just got in here and was able to jump on. So anyway, I appreciate you. Uh, just enjoying the discussion so far and everything. So Wood says, imagine how many Buck 110s you could buy for one Microtech. What are you cutting at $300? Uh, Microtech is more for deployment than it is... You'll be able to deploy a Microtech a lot faster. You're going to deploy a Buck One Ten. Well, 
That's true. I mean, that being said, Buck 110's a fine knife. That's a fine knife. And everybody ought to have one. And I have a buck, not a 110, but a 112. Let's see. Ghost says, I picked up a Microtech SOCOM a couple Wanamakers ago. Smiggy says, I'll take anything people buy for me. Misha says, the Hellhound is beautiful, but costly. Mm -hmm. And also says, they make a good sound, that's for true. Uh, You get your 110 auto, but they didn't put a pocket clip on it, so. Yeah. I got the 112 Auto Elite. That's a beautiful knife, but it'd be even cooler if it had a pocket clip. Mm -hmm. Rokal219 is out there. He's got FT hashtag 194. Now, if you take that hashtag and put it in the front, you'll actually enter the It actually works. Yeah. (sighs) Try hashtag FT194, and uh, you'll get a free entry into the drawing if you do that. So not only free advice, but a free entry into the drawing. So uh, got 29 people out there. Glad to have all of you. So, uh, yeah, Wanamaker coming up. There he got it. There he got it. Uh, how many people we got entering that giveaway? 18 already. And the giveaway is a good 15 minutes away. Look at that. So obnoxious one has a dollar sign FT one ninety four. Not that's, sure that'll work. That's what happens when you hit the wrong key. That's true, but you might get extra money if you win that way. Would we change it? Yeah, we're doing dollar sign one ninety four now. Well, I'm in. G Web's taught me <laughs> that you could just put it in as. If I went into the uh, giveaway tool and if I just put FT one ninety four, it no. ignores the hashtag. Well, I would I use that as a troubleshooting thing. Like I would I usually put the hashtag, but then I like I say sometimes when it glitches and you only you know you know there's more people than thirteen or something or t- three or whatever, then I'll remove it. But when Clover did it the other day, it glitched on him. So yeah, so I'm, I'm scared to yeah. scared to stop it and start it again because sometimes it doesn't work like you think it would. Misha I don't think said, it needs it, but I'd rather leave it there, like I say, just in case. Misha says, so if a knife has a pocket clip, does it identify as a pocket knife, but a knife without a pocket clip is a real pocket knife? Um, you lost me on that one. I, I kind of knives. agree. Well, the old style I mean, of carrying a pocket knife, when I was a kid anyway, is you got a knife, you put it in the bottom of your pocket, that was your pocket knife. You reached down to get it. It wasn't up the top of your pocket where you could just easily grab it with two or three fingers and pull it out. Nowadays, that's the way everybody defines how you should carry a knife, is it should have a clip and be clipped to the top of your pocket so you can easily just grab the top of it and pull it out. But there's a, there's a time when... That really wasn't a thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, no, when I still carry. For, for the vast majority of time, that wasn't a thing. When I still when, carry my grandfather's Uncle Henry three blade pocket knife. And then I have a cheaper knife that has a clip on it. So when somebody asks to borrow the knife, that's the one I give them. And well, forever, we would put our buck knives in our sheets on our mm-hmm. belt. 
Yeah, the vast majority of the of the history of the world, people couldn't drive cars either. <laughs> <laughs> well, valid point. Wow. Um, I mean, or, you can keep your old timey ways and just throw your buck one ten in the bottom of your pocket, but I want was a pocket the, clip on mine. What was the first pocket clip? Was it Spider Co. or was it somebody else? I have no idea. Hmm. I'm trying to I think of when those first ones were. While we're waiting, I don't think it's to draw as much as just you know losing your pocket. I don't think of it as like fast deploy as much as like I know where it is. Yeah, it's just so you don't have to dig around down in your pocket and. Yeah, if you got your keys or something else in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my first knife with the clip was a was it Kubar or something like that. K bar, K bar, yeah. Then I don't say make pocket. K bar make any. I, ca- I carried a sheath until maybe the nineties, somewhere in the nineties, I guess. Probably going to gun shows and the cheap knives. My Smith and Wesson maybe was my first one. Pocket knife with a clip. We may have to do an entire show on the history of the pocket clip. Oh, then you're going to get has to tip be a down first and one. tip up carry, and it's going to just turn into a whole thing. Tip we know up the or spider, tip down, yeah. We know Spider-Co made the hole, and the hole, like, open it with one hand, and then they mm. made the stud to kind of compete with it, and then that turned out to be pretty good. That's a whole, like, I don't think people would want a knife anymore. You couldn't open it with some way with one hand, right? Mm-mm. Now, I think for a while there wasn't that like a bad thing. Like people were like, "Oh, you can open a knife. It's like a flipper. Like that's essentially a switchblade. It's a yeah. semi-auto knife." So unless you grew is... up in the '80s, then you had the butterfly knife. Oh yeah, I still have butterflies. Woods says, "Cause you realistic get in knife fights, buck one ten in a case since like 1985." Uh, I mean. I mean, I would I use a pocket clip for a lot more than just potential knife fights. It's just a darn convenient way to get a hold of your knife, especially if you're one-handed trying to hold something. You need to grab your knife real quick yeah, rather than having to fish it out of your pocket along, along with all your change and everything else. It's just right there. I don't expect to get in a gunfight either, but I keep one in the chamber. I mean, we could do this all day. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... People what, don't. I mean, I, I got a fire extinguisher too. Mm-hmm. You, know? you do that so you can drive around I, the neighborhood and then, hey, anybody got a fire I can put out? I got know. a fire extinguisher. No, I, I wear my seatbelt. I don't plan on getting in a wreck. You don't? Really? No, no, you're not really. On it. I feel like if you put your seatbelt on, you're just planning to get in a wreck. You know that if you I'm going to put my seatbelt seat on right before the wreck. Which reminds if, me, why do people wear seatbelts and smoke? They purposely if, want to kill themselves, <laughs> but just slowly. If if Later. you wear a seatbelt, you're ninety percent more likely to have that seatbelt used against you in an accident. That's a good point. You can't have your head fall off from the seatbelt if you don't put it on. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm worried about. My head being chopped off by the seatbelt. You have to have like a big melon, like snob, for that to happen. Hello, Kettle. This is totally off topic, but I used to rent vehicles to go to Shotshot all the time. One time I rented something. I think it was a Caprice or some kind of Chevy car. Anyway, it had the worst head, whatever you call those things, the head rests. Mm-hmm. It's like this horrible like angle that we had to sit in all the way up to Vegas. Anyway, I don't know if anybody's ever rented a car that had a horrible headrest. 
that headrest is just meant so your head doesn't snap off the off your body in a in a rear collision. Yeah, exactly. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. So I want to say hello to just another Karen out there in the chat. Misha says Spider Co was the first production. Pretty sure. Yeah, Weston says pretty sure it was Spider Co. I think I remember reading something in the history of Spider Co. You know how like in some of the booths they'll put up their history? I think mm-hmm. Spider Co had their history and I was reading it. I think they may have been now that I'm thinking about it. I know they were the first circle, but I think they might have been the first pocket clip, or at least the first to like really make a big deal about having a pocket clip. I know my but, buddy had a Spider Co back in the late nineties, early two thousands, and that you know, that was I know they were out before that, but that's one of the first ones I saw with a pocket clip. The first ones were those stainless steel ones, right? I, I just don't remember. You, you yeah, talk about the spider that we got. So Stan says Nebraska yeah. law states no blade longer than three and a half inches. Really? Hmm. I remember being a kid and being like, oh man, my blade's too long. I can't carry this legally. Michigan has a, a weird wording of their knife law. It's something that, to the effect of, it is, it's like unlawful to carry a blade for unlawful purposes longer than three inches. So one thing that implies is you can carry a long blade as long as it's for lawful purposes. So you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're just carrying for the heck of it. Like, just go ahead and get whatever you want. But so the other criminal, you get it. You can, but that's it. It implies that you can carry a two-inch blade for the specific purpose of unlawful, but it's less than three inches. So the cop's like, hey, why do you have this knife? Like, I'm going to go stab somebody, but it's only two inches, so that's legal. And they have to let you go. (laughs) Yeah. But the way it's worded, right, it gets people all freaked out, and they pretty much, you know, read it as, oh, nothing under three or nothing over three inches. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to carry whatever size I feel like because I'm carrying for lawful purposes. So it doesn't matter how long it is. I feel like Michigan looks like a mitten, and the part you stole off of Wisconsin kind of looks like a knife. So, uh, Garage Guy 879 is out there. Daddy Dutch Barbecue is in the audience. And Gun Tony Pacifist, who always has an alternative look on things, says, I carry appendix and a clip knife because I enjoy an intrusion on my crotch, not to protect my life. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, gotta do what you gotta do. Weston says Oklahoma made virtually anything legal to carry, even sword canes. Wow. Nice. Uh, Ghost says Arkansas allows any blade. I could carry a katana if I want. Nice. Not a good look conceal carrying a katana. Oh. A sword carrying society is a polite society. <laughs> I would say it, so. It happens. I tased a guy that came out on, on us one time with a broadsword. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you come out with that? Bam! Down he goes. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. Did he try to <laughs> sword the barbs out of the way? He came out. This guy was like six seven. He comes out with a broadsword. And told us we weren't coming in his house. Nice. It took so long for him to fall after he got tased. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Guess what? We came in his house. He went to jail. 
<laughs> so, in retrospect, he was incorrect. <laughs> so let's say hello to Smeggy. Hello, Smeggy. Oh, hello, everyone. Hey, he made me Alice. Hey, buddy. There's Roy. Puppy. Chad has went to the pups. Good so, dog. He looks like a certified good boy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like a menace like mine. <laughs> well, you would be mistaken, but he's <laughs> <laughs> what? What exactly does he have there? It's just a toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone says it. Shut up. <laughs> I got one that looks like a certified good boy too. It's not. But he looks it. Yeah, this dude, like, he chills out for about 10 minutes at a time. And then it's up in party mode again. He doesn't, like, chew anything, though. Like, he's not destructive. Oh, mine. Mine's absolutely terrible if you leave him loose. Well, it's because you're not at home. It's because you're letting him run around and play fetch with him all the time. So he knows what you, you know, he can get his whatever is energy out, right? He knows what he, he's got, so he doesn't have to be bad. To, he knows that he's got a release coming. Right? He's got his... When he talks to other life. dogs, he tells them about his trained human, that he's trained to throw him mm-hmm. a toy. <laughs> he brags about you to his dog friends. <laughs> I talk to, that guy can't even get it away from me, so it hits the ground. You see what Stan is saying about Tulsa? Bring some of those knives for him to take a look at. I think he's what he's saying. Uh, I'm not going to Tulsa this time, Stan. You send him all to Gary. And yeah, that, there you go. You better uh, FedEx those things. OB will have the inside track on high end knives. Yes, he does. Oh, speaking of those, that knife thing, um, I heard it mentioned earlier. I just wanted to throw my two cents in, but the Smith and Wesson knife—it is surprisingly good, like for the price. So, if anyone's looking for a budget option or just like a decent knife you can cut boxes with or whatever, you know, or maybe use it if you have to, I recommend that. I carried one for a couple of years. Misha says that has to be a bone. I can't imagine that curve would be pleasurable for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone's got a little bit different, you know. That might be be Peroni's disease. You should probably get that checked out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I had a Smith & Wesson a couple of times. I bought them at a gun show years ago, and they think when they maybe first came out, and I used them. I used up my first one just wailing on it at work, and then I bought another one, and I didn't use that one as much, and then I think I switched to the Boker Kalashnikov ones because those were switchblades. Because mm-hmm. those were inexpensive switchblades, I should say. They were like $35 switchblades when they yeah. first came out, and they were pretty decent. Yep, I have one. Honcho Fed's out there. He says, scoliosis of the bone. Could be. Hmm. Ghost Tactical says, there's a pill for that. Really? Do tell. Mm-hmm. 
You have to do stretching exercises, though. <laughs> Speaking of stretching exercises, I see TJ Persickety is out there. It says evening. Yo. I saw him last night on a live stream. Uh, Misha says Boker Kalashnikovs are great for the money. Yes. I have one. Uh, I've got two. They're good. I, I like. To, I prefer the Strike, but the Kalashnikovs are good. It seems Which like one's the Boba Fett? Is that a Strike? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a Strike. The Kalashnikovs seem to have a little bit stronger flip to them, believe it or not. Depends on what blade you have. Mm-hmm. Because I have two different ones of I'm sorry, I do have the strike. The uh Tanto blade is a lot slower than the than the regular, I guess what is it, a drop point? I'm not familiar with all the shapes. The traditional shaped blade. You're probably talking about a drop point, I presume. Yeah, it's, whatever the, it's whatever the Boba Fett one is. Well it's the saying about the disposable knives. I used to have a, a car where the starter well it didn't work it didn't start so i would have to open the hood and uh, jump the starter but Mm -hmm. i left it like that because i know we could steal it and uh i would use my knife to jump the starter so it had i got you know it's got like arc marks on the one one side of like on either side of the blade at a different point there's the marks where i would arc it and uh I, i did that for years like for a long time i think i jumped off my uh Starter on my Malibu one time by accident while trying to cut a zip tie, ruined a good Kershaw knife. <laughs> yeah, it, would, it messed up. It got really hot really quick. Yeah, I bet it did. Did this it glow? My, this was my '72 El Camino, so I would pop the hood on it and arc it or jump it and then drive off. Yep, I I, I really may have that knife somewhere because it burned a nice little section out of the actual edge of the blade yeah good way to ruin my probably 45 or 50 dollar knife at the time which would have was like the most expensive knife i had so ghost says love a tanto blade or tonto blade or however you pronounce it i don't like them not my thing i like them but the only downside was in that in that Automatic one, it's a little slower because of the weight. Okay, so now it's time to guess what time it is. Um, Watermelon I'm going to go with 11.03. 11.03, that's my guess too. I guess 8.03. Let me give you a hint. Oh, who's the chicken that everyone loves? Give it, Picture of you in front of the clock background. Yeah. So, you know what you'd like even better than that? How about this guy? Ladies and gentlemen, 
boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time of the show where we give stuff away. In tonight's giveaway portion of Foul Territory, we're going to have all sorts of stuff and things to give away, folks. So get those typing fingers ready, and we're going to see what we're giving away. Gizzard, what do we have tonight for this wonderful audience? Well, I don't know. Let's find out. But uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, tonight's giveaway is sponsored by the good folks at Aegis Gun Care. So uh, remember to uh, to check out AegisGunCare.com for all of your gun cleaning needs. Hashtag Aegis Protects. Because tonight's winner is going to receive a basic gun cleaning kit from Aegis Gun Care, on top of everything that I'm giving away. How about that? That's pretty cool. So anyway, let's see if I can dig up some stuff to give away tonight. Some of you it I can't. Doing a giveaway. I heard Did you're giving away a microtech. <sighs> That's what I heard yeah, I'd, well. have to, I'd have to get one first before I could give it away now, wouldn't I? Gotta get two. Mm-hmm. I want to keep one, one of them gifts. <laughs> I don't have obnoxious kind of money. Architects mm. are fairly reasonable compared to some of the more expensive ones that uh, Obi has. This is, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got all my stickers out of order. Let's start with this one. Ooh, that one's as big as your head. That is the Gizzard Gary Channel oh, sticker. No, it's not as big as your head. It's bigger. No, I don't no, like no, it. Not quite. Almost at it. Almost had it. It's almost there. Somebody jumbled up all my stickers. Doggone. How about this one here? Or who did that? The foul territory thumbnail. I wonder if I could have used that one when I got summoned to jury duty and they wouldn't have known it was me. They would have known. They would have saw your arm and said, oh, you're that guy that got kicked off Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's some sad news for you, everybody. We're down to about three or four of these left. The Fuster Cluck stickers. How could you possibly be that far down? You only got them three years ago. I've been giving them away, man. I've been giving them away. So get them while they're hot. And we also have the Gun Owners of America sticker, which I do have several of. And here's one I haven't given away in a while. Speaking of knives, RevoKnives.com, designed in Colorado, USA. And how about UTG Pro? It's got some America on there. UTG Pro. UTG Pro, that's correct. And... uh before the phrase goes out of popularity, how about some Let's Go Brandon? Uh, it's never going to go out of popularity. GlobalOrdinance.com. Yeah. Right Let's Go Brandon, I agree. There you go. How about some dagger action from Passaw? They're putting out a bunch of them. Too. Nobody makes fun of like Ford or whatever. Remember how back in the olden days everybody made fun of Ford falling down or whatever? Like someday somebody will be able to forget about Biden, won't they? Hopefully. Found on road dead. Oh, I hope they forget about him one of these days. Uh, I got some doubles here. I don't want to give away doubles. 
Those darn things stick together. How about some Versicary? That's a big sticker. Versicary. Versicary. There you go. That's a big one. How about another big one from Barnall Performance Steelcase Ammunition? And then how about IWI Israel Weapon Industries? Another big shiny sticker. And last but not least, how about some Palmetto State Armory? The tiny little sticker. Palmetto. Tiny, tiny little sticker. And then we got a couple patches because it wouldn't be a giveaway without a couple patches now, would it? So let's go straight for the top rung of the ladder here with some high point firearms. Nice. That's special. That is nice. Yeah, I got one sweet. of those. Pretty sweet patch. And then we still have some of these. I don't know if I have one of those. The Houston NRA Palmetto State Armory. Where did I get one from you? I don't remember. I don't know. But somebody's going to get one tonight. Plus, from these guys, Aegis Gun Care, you're going to get the basic gun cleaning kit. So... Some That's a sweet giveaway, Gary. Why, thank you. So let's see who's going to win it here. So let me get myself off the screen, and then we're going to share this StreamYard giveaway tool. And I see 42 entries. Jesus. We have oh, 33 people. No one else out there. Got to be some cheating going on. 33 people in here and 42 entries. Wow. Well, that's like so, 80%. That is. Let's just, oh, we got somebody else just, coming in. Who is it? Oh, this guy. it's the guns. <clears throat> what is up? Oh, you're here just in time to watch the giveaway. Oh, am I? Yeah. Oh, Did you, you enter? Any just gun care dinner? Yeah, this is an Aegis gun care dinner. Let's just see who's going to win whenever the con the contest master... Uh, do it now. He says, do it now. Okay, we did it now. Let's How see who's going to win. That's your problem. Should have been here sooner. <laughs> and our winner is Mike White. Congratulations, Mike White. You're tonight's winner. Winner, you just didn't care. Not a dinner. Greg. I don't even know if you can have this in California. It's so cool. So awesome, so wonderful. Congratulations, Michael White. Hooray. Yay. Mike, please send right, your address Mike. to at com, and he'll get this mail out to you. Unless he already has your address, then of course he'll just mail it amazingly quickly because he's like that. I have sent something to Mike White before, but if he has an updated address, he could certainly send that to winner at gizzergary.com. Otherwise, I'll send it to the address I have. Well, congratulations, Mike. You are the wiener wiener. Aegis cleaner. Isn't that cool? I heard that Aegis tastes pretty good on chicken. Oh, your mileage may vary on that. 
I, I'm just saying what I heard. I, I mean, I'm not confirming it. Just I mean, passing on rumors. Is the show still PG at this point? Well, so well, far, but we've only been okay, in an hour. I won't run it yet. I won't run it yet. I was going to make a statement about lubricant and chicken and choking and stuff like that, but I'll leave it alone. Also, if Mike White's still out in the chat, um, Sunday he was looking for somebody to help him with a logo or something. I told him to email me. He did. But, Mike, if you're listening, when I went to reply to you, um, it came back with the mailer demon thing. Uh, I don't know why. but Demon? Yeah. I'm say, I don't know why they always have demons in the mail. I'm pretty sure the devil created the uh, email. Probably. But, uh, so, yeah, Mike White's still out there. Shoot me another email so I can try to reply to that one. It's not funny. El Gore created the internet and you. <laughs> You're telling me Man Bear Pig created? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crap. That's what he told us. Every tube of it. That's right. It's inconveniently true, but it is true. So that bearded guy is out there in the chat, as is Tim S. snuck in here. Roy Munson's out there. Who else snuck in to enter the contest? Let's see. Going back to see. I might have missed some people. If I did, I apologize. But hey. So, Snob, you got any news for us? That sounds like no. Am I back? Yeah, kind of. Do you have any news for us? Uh, I got a phone call. Oh. Do I have any news? What kind of news? Did you go to a ball game tonight? No, that was last night. They actually moved it up because of storms. So we told the boys we would take them all out because we promised them after senior night, which was ended up being last night, we'd take them out for breakfast at IHOP. So we ended up just telling them, well, since it was a work night and school night, we'd do it tonight. So we went instead tonight. But yeah, we had a game last night. Braden didn't even play one snap. He's so sad. They suited him up and told him if they needed him, they'd play him. But if they were winning, they weren't going to. So anyway, he didn't because he heard his ankle pretty bad. He stared at me, but he refused to go to the doctor because he's worried the doctor was going to tell him he couldn't play anymore this season. Mm-hmm. And playoffs are next week, so he was saving himself for next week. So, yeah, we won. What were we in 34 to nothing last night, Raiden? This one's already asleep over there. I think it was 34. So, I know you're driving and all that stuff, but do you have any idea what the segment of the show is about to come up next? Um, Show us your football pictures. Because I was going to submit some of those. Well. Or is it show us your guns, maybe? I think there's a spiel that goes with it, and I have a recording I can play, oh. but this guy makes a mistake every time I play it. So I oh, thought. Oh, that guy? Oh, I he's thought, not going to make a mistake doing it live, but he's going to try right about. I'd let you show us Ladies the right and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time of the night. It's time for your second favorite part of the show. It's time for the most amazing part of the show. The greatest part of the show. It's a huge part of the show, folks. It's time for Show Us Your Guns! 
Complicated, so you might need to write this down. Gorn at gizzardgary.com. Hmm. Or if you're a person who frequents the Instagrams, you can tag the Instagram account GG Foul Territory, and we can look at it that way also. But most people just mail them in. Well, look at this guy. Nope. They Somebody's should just like, mail in the photos. Look at this. Here we got some Gorn already, and this yeah. happened automatically. So. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to put it up there right away. Boy, but it did, didn't it? It did. It sure did. Uh, if Stan is still out there, that is that is one of the versions of the ProTech Rockeye. You know, if you want to look at that, I think they're they're like three and three-eighths inch blade length on those. It's a nice looking knife. Mm-hmm. And oh, got one, got one more. I'm gonna say you're allowed to drive if you so choose. Mm-hmm. And that is a TR5, and they're the same. It's about the same uh, blade length on those. So if you're if you're looking for one for for an EDC that you're gonna carry forever, I would probably go with one of those two. That's just me. Your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary. So before we get along too much further, I don't want to forget to tell everybody about this because it's important. It's important that we remember that today is Friday, and that means... GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Don't forget, Free Patch Friday. Buy a patch, get a patch. All right, so let's see what we got out there. Tim S. says, I saw snow in the radar over Wichita, Kansas. Are you serious? Wow. I'll be down that way tomorrow. So we got some Gorn. Let's take a look at this first of all. And we're going to start with a good old American firearm, the M&P 9 2.0. Now, what's great about this, Obi? It's got some kind of a trigger in it. Obi's muted. Maybe he's having trouble. 
He left. Well, it'd be nice if Obi was mute. It'd be amazing. He may be having internet issues. Yep, yep, he's out. He has issues, that's for damn sure. Well, we'll come back to it. All right, so let's see what else we got out here. We got some stuff that. What in the world is this? Okay, let's show this first of all so Snob can tell us about it. Well, there it is right there. A bunch of green guys. That is all the senior boys. The football team. And Obi has returned. Unfortunately. Yo. Did the interwebs get you? Uh, no, something happened with my mic. It disconnected and then it had no sounder mic. So I had to shut, shut down StreamYard and start it up again. That looks like quite a motley crew there. But they've had a fairly decent season. When kids are in high school, do they keep their uniforms or they give them back to the school? The school on them or are they on them? They own them. I mean, the school owns them. Some of the bigger schools have their names printed on the back of the stuff, but we're a small four school. Oh, there's no names on them? It'll just say the name of the school on both sides? No. No, they just say the school and then their number on the back. But they keep their number from like freshman, junior, or they get a new number every year? Uh, normally they keep their number, but Braden changed his for some reason this year. I don't know why. He's been the same number every year this year. Okay. Then we've got here to be a video here. Oh, it, you can play the sound on it, too. It shouldn't be copyrighted. I can play the sound on this? Ah, the last so. picture's the best. I like a song. It's a pretty Thank good you. video, actually. The last picture's the best. Many of you... character and character is all that a man has in life when you hand in your jerseys your life as part of this team is not over it's only beginning because you will never hand in the lessons you've learned the respect you've earned and the family you've created you will wear that for life love oh that picture was when they were in kindergarten i think i mean Corey coached their team <laughs> it's been a day or two. My daughter made that for Braden. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I didn't know. A lot of times the sound goes ahead and feeds through without the mic on, and the mic causes a uh, echo if I leave it on. That's why I cut the mic off. 
Okay, so now. Oh, that's the only thing. Why sometimes? Where is it? And while we're at this lull in the entertainment, next week, if you're coming to the gun show in Tulsa, you're all invited to drive down to Stroud, Oklahoma, just a few short miles from Tulsa, down the turnpike toward Oklahoma City, to watch the Chelsea Green Dragons take on the Stroud Tigers, maybe, in the first round of playoffs. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? Playoffs? You hear me talk about it a few more weeks. Ray was asking what everybody does to make their picture so nice. That uh, my thing, I think, with the biggest advice is a lot of light, right? A lot, having a, a a lot of light or the right kind of light, I think, is the biggest tip. Let's a camera do what it can do. For some reason, this decided to open in photos, but. Uh... He's over there flexing like he even played one snap this game. He it was killing his soul, though. He was so irritated because the coaches wouldn't put him in because he usually plays every single snap of the game. I mean, like, literally every snap of the game. And he played absolutely zero last night because of his ankle. He was so irritated. Does he have a 44 just because a Gunpowder Beauty doesn't have a 44? Yeah, that's probably why. I should buy him a 44 just to congratulate him on a football season. You should. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. There's a little poster they put on the fence. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a trading card or something. No, that'd be cool if it was, but it's just a poster they made and put on the fence. Well, they trade these. You should get him an anaconda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should. And then just keep it for him. Yeah. I'll just keep this and make pictures of it for you. Mm-hmm. Did they have one of those really cheap little boy boy derringers, like, like well, what are they called, Cobras? Bless you. So I need to answer somebody's question. How about a charter arms? Who's sorting brass or something? I have a question. Uh, somebody was asking what this little thing right here is. That's a douche flute. Shelf? That is an <laughs> O-bulb inside of an O-sling. What? From O-light. It's an O-bulb, and it's inside this kind of a latex rubber thing. It's called an O-sling. And I've got like five. Keep it from breeding other Olights so you won't get more Olights. That's exactly why. That's exactly what it's for. Yes. So it's a light ball? It's a light inside of a ball that's got a rubber band hook to it that you can wrap around something. Oh, I thought it was in like a rubber sack. And I was like, you got a light that's a ball that's inside of a rubber sack hanging off of some kind of hook? Something like that. But anyway, inquiring minds wanted your, to know. Is it hanging so. on your razor scooter over there? It's hanging on a scooter. It's actually hanging on what is that cool. thing? It's actually a clothes rack. It's too but hot. But I to also stay. use it 
I also use it to hold my green screen up, but it's a mobile clothes rack. So uh, I've got my badge lanyards from all the various shows I've been to hanging on that thing back there. You can't see it, but. I kind of like Sarge's name for that in the hymns chat. If I take off the show as you're going, you can see one of my badges is hanging up there from the first the first shot show I went to. So Geisley badge holder. Mm-hmm. Why is it them? Because there's no Velcro on the front. That's so sweet, everyone man. knows it's a Geisley, but you can't put your own stuff on the front. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I graduated to Velcro badge holders of Velcro on them so I could stick stuff on there. So anyway. Now that you know the rest. Did you guys grab Sabwars? Yes, I've got one of those right there. Are theirs? There's their Velcro in the front, right? Mm -hmm. They had a bunch at Chacho, too. They had, like, candy bowls of them at Chacho. I've got Saviors. I've got got about five different ones up there. Plus all my Wanamaker badges. Yes, I know. It's probably anal keeping all that stuff, but hey, it's keepsakes. And Weston is I speaking speak that made-up language that him and Snob speak. Mm-hmm. Just any random of- syllables they put together, they call mm-hmm. it a town. Oh. Throw a bunch I, of balls in there and sprinkle in a couple consonants and call it a I town. was up in your neck of the woods last weekend, went camping at Blue Creek Campground on Oolagaw. Yes, I know how to pronounce. Did you get? Did you find some meth while you was at Blue Creek? Because that's a pretty popular meth meth area out there, right there, where you turn in to go to Blue Creek. Where the old Blue <laughs> Creek store is. Blue Creek meth. Blue Creek, they get that blue meth. <laughs> that's right. Isn't it, it pronounced crack? Crick. 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 That's correct. Blue Creek. Okay, last time uh, I did... Blue Creek's a nice campground. The, the, the place across the road from it is not nice. Last time I did this, I kicked Obi clear off the chat. So let's try it again. Why would you do that? Well, your gun did it. So tell yeah. us about this M&P 9 here. That's uh, an M&P 2.0. It is. Mm-hmm. You know how I know? Well, it says it right it there. It says so right big there. big old billboard branding on it. Yeah. But it's got a, looks like a Timney trigger. It does have a Timney trigger in it. Or a, a, what Snob would call it. Timony. 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 Yeah. Oh, I'll be back <laughs> in about five, ten minutes. Don't threaten us. It's got the <laughs> <Crimson> <laughs> Trace Brad Pro on top of it. You like that optic on there? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I like, they did everything that they kind of missed out on on just the red. With the Rad Pro, it's it's shake awake, it's top load. It looks good. Let's see if there's anything else in here we need to look at. I'll bet you there's more. Oh, there is more. Is there more? So now, now we're going to see <clears throat> this. The Canic TP9 Elite SC. With shield a, SMS2 on there. And a Benchmade. Mm-hmm. Benchmade Anthem. 
I don't have one of those. Uh, they're pretty rare now because that's all one piece construction. It's titanium, one piece titanium handle on it. No, so. they ain't going to give that away. No, and they ain't making them anymore either. Well, that'll make it even higher. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so to number three in the parade here. And now we're going to go to a conglomeration of sorts. Featuring a what appears to be a live-free armory slide and a Grey Ghost Precision Grip Module. Mm-hmm. And that's, a Swamp Fox Optic. Alligator Snapping Turtle Slide. Or the Raptor, if you really want to not have any fun with it. It's got gold. Orange. Goldish orange. That's more gold than orange. Looks nice, buddy. I like it. I bet it goes pew when you pull the trigger, too. But it does. And it makes Steve tremble. Mm, not if Sugar Mama's shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Steve. <laughs> All right, so what could possibly be next? Ooh, feast your eyes, ladies and gentlemen, because here it comes. Bam. It's that same light you put on all of them. Yep. Actually, it is, because I have one just sitting there for pictures. So, yes, it is actually the same light that I put on all of them. Okay. What is next? Ooh. It's time to amp things up a little bit. Oh. What? What? Are you there, Obi? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. That's the same light and the same Kraken. Different pistol. And it's pretty. Amp X. And then... Looks like the last one in this bunch anyway. That's a different same light that I show and everything, but it's the same Kraken. <laughs> same stuff, different gun. Mm-hmm. So many options. How do you pick? It's tough. Do you, you have like a, a random gun generator program yeah. that you... Well, you just go down and spin around. Spin yourself three times, then you reach in and grab whichever one you get first. Do your guns get jealous? Do some of them get carried more than others? And 
they fight over it in the safe, saying, "I'm going to be next." No, they I'm might. Next. I've never walked into any of them with the black eyes, so they they and they must keep it somewhat civil. They must. None of them's ever gone off half cocked. <laughs> ha 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 ha. All right. And let's see. And there was this from earlier. I don't think I've shown this one. Yeah, just got that barrel in today. Backup tactical sent it to me. So so that's a 320. Mm-hmm. Kind of Yep. Got to put my sights and my red dot on it. And yes, that's the same, the same light I put on everything. With a Wilson Combat Grip. Actually, no, that's a different light. That's a different light. The same light that I put on everything is back there behind it. Nice. So is that your barbecue gun with that gold barrel? No. Barbecue gun is my is my uh Magnum Research nineteen eleven. Or whatever I happen to be carrying at the barbecue. At the barbecue. So I'm going to try to get to the Instagrams. If my browser window will let me switch over, which it is. So let's go here. Let's go here. And let's go here. And where did we leave off last week? Let's see. Not there. Well, we got a lot to show in here. So I think we're going to start right here. So let me get the screen up and we will take a look at the GG foul territory screen here. And we have this from Obnoxious One six days ago. Says, did you guys hear that Twitter has hashtag freedom? I think that was probably last Friday, wasn't it? It says six days ago. Okay. Do you get a lot of comments on that tattoo? No, nobody ever even says anything about it. So let's go forward in time. You can get the matching. Sarge one on that hand. No, I got that. Sarge one is lower. On an ankle. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The NB metal. I like those grips. Look at that bait. Look at that bad boy. The dot on that. And it, and if you look in there, if you scroll down through the comments, there's actually a confirmation. Is it there? Was it there or was it on the But uh, somebody may be working on... Yeah, there it is. Somebody may be working on uh, replacement grip panels for that. 
somebody I just turned oh guns and barbecue is back okay all right so let's go forward then we're gonna look at this the ghost gun ghost gun it's an imperial stormtrooper gun it's white yeah because the stormtroopers were white oh, I forgot you you like that inferior star named series now we're going to look at this again static this time mm-hmm. sure is pretty I shall own one someday Okay. He says, Then what are your plans for the fall? Me, I've got two months of emergency food, a four-wheel drive truck, the Boogmobile, and lots of ammo. Them, how does that relate to autumn at all? Me, looks around awkwardly. Mm, I meant I'm cleaning up leaves. <laughs> My mistake. Whoops. Mm-hmm. My bad. I've actually been carrying that that uh, CR920 in that picture in the verse carry. The Comfort Flex Deluxe. Uh-huh. That's an awesome little, that's an awesome little in-waistband holster. Yeah, those are nice holsters. Okay, now some uh, revolver action here with the GP100. Uh-huh. Look at it. Pick that one up for a song at one of the one of the local pawn shops. It's had a little work done to it. That uh, the single action on that trigger is pretty light. Nice. And now we have a snake. A light trigger always makes me aim better. Seems like. Well, that's that's <laughs> probably the the point of it was that, but it's really light on that. On that GP one hundred, it's it's like a pound and a half. Wow! <laughs> In single action, yeah, it's light. It's probably a little too light. But the Python is a fine looking gun. Mm-hmm. Python. They even they even broke out the cannon for that picture. Then we have a Passat dagger. Yep. That was actually built in, in two pieces. I got I ordered the frame when they had them on sale, and then they ordered that completed slide. Get that big I didn't even, red dot. I didn't even get the, the soft case with it. I just got little boxes that they sent, shipped it in. Then we have this thing. I'm glad you guys didn't miss foul territory because that baby would have come and got you right in the nose. <laughs> How's that baby going to punch you in the nose? All you got to do is stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to get close enough to go, oh, what a cute baby. And that's when they get you. I just mm. want to do that. Yeah, that's I'm not going to do that. When you you know you make when they're that, hate, the waist high, that's when they're dangerous. With that's right. 
That one there wasn't even walking yet in that picture. That's my granddaughter. My daughter actually took that picture with my phone. <laughs> She's a kitty. She was 10 weeks old. She was staying with us for Thanksgiving one year, and she managed to give us all the stomach flu. The baby was not sick, but everybody else in the house was. So we were kind of taking turns sleeping with the baby. So it had been my turn. My daughter went in and laid down. She woke up and come in to check on the baby. Well, the baby's diaper needed to be changed. So when she had the diaper off and cleaned her up, of course, the baby started flinging her arms and legs around, you know, like babies tend to do. So Sarah says, give me your phone real quick. So I handed it to her, and she just started taking pictures, one right after the other. And then we started looking back through them afterwards. I said, would you look at this? <clears throat> we just caught the perfect pose. So, <laughs> that is my now 10-year-old granddaughter. Yeah, <laughs> True story. True story. And then 11 hours ago, look at this. You want to talk about a pretty gun. What's my favorite third gunsmith? Is this YouTube or is this Instagrams? That's Instagram. Instagram. You putting that subscribe button from the Instagram library? No, I actually got it on my on my editor. Oh, Take, you're editing this video? This isn't just a raw piece of video? Yeah. I basically just cut it down to, or just get it to 15 seconds and then put that subscribe on there and then I'll usually grab something out of the Instagram audio for it. Now, can you shoot guns on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't for sure on that. You just can't shoot it in a millimeter too many times it falls apart. That's right. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that with this because it's 40. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to worry about the the ground out there. Yeah. You got to be careful what you're shooting at. You could knock down telephone poles and everything yeah, else. Knock one of them stuff. trees down to the neighbor's house yep. or something. Yep. Trouble. Absolutely. Man. Send my, send I got this, this is out here towards my, I got a piece of steel back there that you can't see. I mean, I don't want to send, I don't shoot this one over there because I don't want to send that steel flying over into the neighbor's property. Now somebody says it's a boat anchor. That's not very nice. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> People are allowed to have their opinions, even if they're wrong. That's you great. need a step ladder to see over the sights because of the high bore axis. Then I'll pass on it. <laughs> and then, then we got this. Even mm-hmm. not only a beautiful gun, but a beautiful knife to go with it. Look at that knife. You're not going to pick that up at Wanamaker. Mm-mm. There's some custom knife maker people that want to make it. But it's a lot of Damascus, like, you know, sheath knives. I know uh, Jim White engravings there for a fee. He'd probably engrave whatever you wanted to, but he charges a pretty penny, I'm pretty sure. You think it'll be a full show or a late show? Well, I know it's always the first weekend of deer season, so a lot of people claim they can't go. Because so. it's usually, the November show is usually a lighter show. Yeah. But it's 2022. This will be right after the election, right? Yeah. 
Hopefully everybody will be in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're done now with the Instagram since Snob is back. See, it doesn't click on any of mine. Or it doesn't. Mine don't show up. Hmm. I'm sorry. Let's see if we get anything out there in the emails. Because that's a possibility. Oh, we got lots of stuff out there in the emails. We may be here for a while tonight, folks. Wow. We had stuff come in an hour before the show started. <clears throat> so this is from Gun-Toting Pacifist. Not the Gun-Toting Pacifist, but just Gun-Toting Pacifist. It says, shot a T-Rex on Monday. Was a T-Rex full of candy? I guess so. On Monday. On yeah, Monday. I don't, don't know why it suddenly went flat and dropped a bucket full of candy, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just reading what the email says, folks. Oh, I wonder if the local police department had a, has a visit with him after that. Are you speaking through a, a tin cup and a string? It sounds like you're announcing it that high school football game. <laughs> and uh, and now, number 44 on your program, number one in your heart. That is Now, this is Pacifist again. He says, My 5 7 family. That's a, that's a poor man's 22 TCM. Pretty much, yeah. How about now? Yeah, it was a little exactly. better. Seem. Now you're talking through a solo cup and a string. I'm using my AirPods. I don't know what would be wrong. It's so it sounds like real audio. I just losing the battery. No, they're charged. He's definitely bang stuff around more, though. I can hear that, huh? Mm, Try smacking on real hard. Now, this is from 223DMR. He says, make Halloween candy great again. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Okay. And the same guy. And he says that they put all the Glocks on the bottom shelf under... Can't read all that under the used revolvers. He put the entire description in the title, so it's kind of hard to read. Okay. How about now? That's better. Now you're normal. Way better. I don't know. I was using my headset the other night when we offered. Nobody complained. Or my AirPods. I mean, I don't know why they were bad. Didn't device. sound that way. Have you turned them off and back on again? Maybe. Now, this is from Sarge, and he says, My 1983 Smith & Wesson 686 No-357 dash NCHSP unissued spare revolver 
complete with box all the paperwork, including warranty card and documents, where it was received by the SHP armor. Nice. I've seen a bunch more, of those boxes. There's those boxes several, are worth something. There's several pictures in here. There's your box. And then the second picture shows a bunch of the paperwork here. We'll take a look at that. I have a picture with that kind of stuff from a gun that was $187 from some year. And every time I post it, Instagram says I'm trying to sell the gun for $187. <laughs> okay, that's picture number two. Picture... I think that part is cool, having the... Well, that one's especially cool, but I think it's neat to have the paperwork from whenever the old guns were made. Now we're looking in the box at the gun. What's that ammo there? You're going to shoot it? I'll leave that with it. Oh, was that with it? That was with it. Oh, nice. Wow. It's whatever would have come with it in 83. Wait, it came with ammo in 83? Well, whatever they would have issued. Excuse me. So oh, it you had mean... some ammo in the box, even though it was unissued. They, there was some ammo in the box for it. Do you think that they would have taken it out to verify something, or they would have just been like divvying it up for handing? That it was out? a spare gun that they kept at the armory at Troop F in case someone shot someone, and they had to take that gun for a little while while they did the investigation. They had to have another one to give to them, and they would just give it to them unloaded, but with ammo right away. Yes, crazy, and it would just be enough ammo to load it. I guess. Crazy. <laughs> Looks like silver bullets. Well, you're still going to have your reloads from your other. Yeah. Look at that. North Carolina State Highway Patrol. That was my acquisition last month or month before. You're going to rub some uh, crayon in there? Crayon? Color fill it. He should. Yeah. And then we have this from Sarge. A tweet from Elon Musk. Next, I'm buying Instagram to unban obnoxious one. Is that real? Yeah, it's it looks real. real. It looks real. He's going to get away. He's going to Twitter for iPhone. He's going to end all shadow banning. Cool. I don't think that's going to happen. Free OB. <clears throat> you got to have faith. Okay. Some more stuff from 223DMR here. And it says, a Democrat trying to blend in at an Independence Day barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which one it is. Can anybody tell me? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. All right. Now from Jacob S. And evidently Jacob must be somewhere in Texas, I'm guessing, because he seems to have discovered Clover's hideout. He said, had some amazing light refracting in the sky. Uh, 
Okay. And now we've got something here from Pat Hirsch. And he says, got this in a couple days ago, 1942 Mosin Nagant ammunition, 147 grain on stripper clips. Shoot 10 rounds and has been reliable so far. Small hole in, big ducking hole out. Yeah. There you go. No doubt about that. Okay. Why? Okay, so Defense Dad modified one of my pictures that I posted today. He says, I made your pick more epic. It's a picture of George on my bed, but he's made the cat lighter and the bed darker. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy. It's neat, but... It's like Ghost George. That's at least 50% more epic than your picture. I do agree. It's more epic than my picture. (laughs) I'm just slightly concerned that this guy's just breaking into your house, taking pictures of your cat on your bed. That just Mm -hmm. concerns me a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what made it it epic. The cat's about ready to tear his throat out, you can tell. He's sizing him up. That attack cat runs and hides every time somebody shows up. I barely even saw that cat every time I've been there. Yeah, but you've been known to do bad things to cats, too. So. I don't know what you're talking about. You've told me. <laughs> you crazy guy. When he says pound that, it's not actually, he's not actually talking about a cat. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you're probably right. All right, so that's it for the Gorn. Don't forget, everybody, because we're pretty close to the top of the hour, that after this is the weekly 2A wrap-up, and that would be on the Gun Websites channel. So after this show, make sure and go over there and check that. I believe it also comes onto the Daily Gun Show channel, doesn't it? Man, it's the same. There's no one yep. here that answered yep. that. I'm okay. Simulcasting. Simulcasting. All right. So let's real quickly, since we're getting close to that time of the evening, let's quickly transition to what did you learn? And so we can have everybody tell us what they learned in the show this evening. And I'm going to let G-Webs go first since he's got a show coming up. So uh, G-Webs, tell us what did you learn this evening? Um, well, we had a good chat about knives and stuff, but I think I learned I should probably have drinking some coffee at the beginning of your show so that it's kicking in by the time my show's starting here. But uh, thanks for the show. Thanks for the link. I'm going to jump out and get mine kicked down. All right. Well, uh, have a good show, and thank you for being here this evening. Yep. See you Sunday. See ya. Have a good evening, d All right. So let's go back to you. Let's go back up to the top and let's say hello to my co-host, Obnoxious One, who is going to tell us what he learned this evening. I learned that Snob has infected my mic. That's so, probably true. I'm mm-hmm. going to infect something else next time I see you. 
Don't don't threaten me with a good time. Hang on, I said the quiet part out loud again. Hand sanitizer. Oh, hand sanitizer. So what do you got coming up, Bobby? Uh, what video do I have coming out next week? Uh, what do I have coming out? The M&P Metal? Is it your Stuff and Things video? Well, it's my M&P 2.0 Metal coming out next week. Awesome. Uh, Monday. If you're a channel member, you can see it right now. All right. I'll go watch it right now. You guys finish your show. I'll, okay. Well, no, no, I gotta, I gotta fulfill my obligation. But definitely check that out. If you want to see it now, you know what you need to do. All right. Anything else, Obi? Go follow me on Twitter. Follow obnoxious the, one on the Twitter. Twitter. That's right. All right. Thank you, sir. As always, you've done. An excellent job. You've earned your pay for the week. Oh, whatever. I'm just glad that I've only got a few more weeks, and then Obnoxious has to turn his duties back over to me. Yeah, you keep hoping. <laughs> he said duty. All right, let's go to Sarge at C4 Defense. Sarge, what did you learn? I learned that Snob's withholding some dad jokes from us. Till later. Till later. Um... I don't know. I learned that even a an old fella that doesn't move well still had time to get out in the living room and meet his attacker and shot him in the buttocks. You ever shot somebody in the buttocks? I shot him. And then, uh, I don't know. I learned that you have a really weird sack light or something like that hanging from a scooter in your background. I do. Whatever that is. <laughs> I'll let you look at it in the after chat and you can actually see what it is. I think I saw I need to see. And then whatever that toy is, uh Smanky's dog was chasing. Between the two of those, I'm good. Yeah, I don't I don't need I don't need to see your sack light. This is late enough at night. This isn't the family hour anymore. Yeah. Got anything coming up, Sarge? Uh I bought a canopy that I'm going to install trying to over my little table out there to kind of where I can control the sunlight and it's not putting a a, a shadow over my, my shooting table that I made with the with the camera mount above it and I'm going to work on that because I got a couple days off next week that I didn't expect and uh, I'm going to try to put it to good use to get out there and uh, kind of work and see if I can get a little program going out there for you know Making some videos out there and getting you know getting things rolling. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you as always. And now we go down to the bottom row and hillbilly up. What did you learn tonight? Man, I learned there's a difference between a pocket knife that actually goes in your pocket or clip <laughs> on it. That's right. I, I was really confused before that. I'm but glad we can help you out. Yeah, that. I got it straightened out now. <laughs> you got anything coming up for us? Um, yes, I do. Um, I have a video coming out that um, Single Shot had actually told me that I should do a video on off of one of his videos called Water in the Yard. I put out a short few days ago, but the uh, full video is going to be coming out tomorrow, and it'll be fun and exciting. And um, 
Also, I would like to mention um, I am doing a video um, for Veterans Day. And so if um, anybody would like to share any pictures of, you know, yourself or a family member um, that, you know, has been, you know, in the service or what, whatever, um, I'm going to run those pictures on a, on, like, kind of like on a back, back screen or a side screen to that video, uh, giving honor to our veterans and, you know, even, um, you know, our service people today. So I would appreciate those. And, um, I will put my email there or you can go to my site there on my, on Hillbilly Up and find my email. But, um, if you wouldn't mind emailing those to me and if you would like, and they will be on that video. Awesome. I know I've sent you some. So, yes, you sent me some and they're great and I appreciate it. And so it's just, all the honor and um, everything we can do for our service people, men and women, you know, I'm all for it. And, you know, they should get a lot more recognition than what they do. So, Absolutely. Well, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Uh, the gun snob, I know you haven't been here long, but what did you learn? Obviously not how to unmute. Your I mind. learned there's a mute button on this thing. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Let me think. I learned. No, I already knew that Obnoxious was an asshole. Dang it. Um, I learned guns. No, I already knew he was a blind prick. I didn't learn anything new, I don't guess. I already knew it all. Alrighty. Well, what have you got coming up? Let's see. The first of the week, I will have a video on diverse carry. Uh, what is that one? I cannot remember off the top of my head. Holster? Uh, it's a very scary holster. Okay. It is the... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really? Really? What have I done here? Very scary Comfort Flex Custom holster. And in the end of the week, I will either have... I haven't decided which. The Berta TCR or the <coughs> Live Free Army Raptor Slide. One of those two. Awesome. Got lots of cool videos for you guys to keep up on. And of course, if you are members of these channels, you'll see the videos even faster a lot of times. Just saying. All right. Well, thank you, Gunsnob. And last but not least, Guns and Barbecue, what did you learn? Um, Honestly, I was really struggling here. I was like, man, what did I learn tonight? And then, I mean... Just moments ago, I figured out what I learned. Gun Snob knows everything. He's Rich White 2.0. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. I'd also like to send out a public service announcement. Uh, Remember, ladies, uh, blind guys, doesn't matter if uh, the lights are on or off, we'll still manage to shoot you in the butt. Well, that's probably true. (laughs) And it just got awkward. Uh, I know what we're getting... Guns and barbecue for Christmas. A filter? A filter. Okay. All right. I hope it's a quality filter, not a fram. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Anyone would be appreciated. That's (laughs) right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up so you can get to the weekly 2A wrap-up. See what I did there. Uh, Anyway, thanks for watching the show. Whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, 
I appreciate it. Um, also, if you're listening later on on the uh, on the podcast, I appreciate that too. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who was on the panel, everybody who was out there in the text chat, uh, throwing out the comments, sending in the Gorn. I appreciate that too. And as always, a special thanks to all of my channel members on YouTube for their support. Don't forget Sunday morning, the early bird chat that is at nine o'clock a.m. Central next week. Because of the Wanamaker Tulsa Orm Show, foul territory will be a day early. It will be on Thursday, Thursday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. So I can be, because Friday night I will be in lovely Claremore, Oklahoma, preparing for the Wanamaker Tulsa Orm Show. So don't forget, special night next week. So anyway... Don't I thought forget. for sure Gizzard was going to be in Stroud next week. Stroud? What's in Stroud? Oh, that game? Mm-hmm. Where the heck Stroud? About 30 miles out of Tulsa toward Oklahoma City. Well, it's negotiable. We'll talk about it. That's over by Davenport area. That direction. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So I'd like to... Before we before we get done here, turn this camera off. I need to remind everybody that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, well, that's right, i got to turn the camera so I can show you, because you got to give them the bird. All right. And we actually show you how to do that. On the, Yeah, that's the way. He's got it. He's got it. All right. So uh, now that you've got it, <laughs> You know what to do. So this is Gizzard Gary. Thank you for watching. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we'll see you on Sunday. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and released as an audio podcast on many favorite podcasting platforms. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.